What's up, Dialed Fam? And welcome to the second standalone episode of Weekly Thoughts. My name is Derek. I'm the head coach and owner here at DialedHealth.com. And I'm Amber Simon, project manager of DialedHealth.com. This week, our quote comes from James Clear. Your results are a lagging measure of the habits that preceded them. Can you get into that a little bit, Derek? Yes. I love this because we just talked about it in our team meeting. Really, the idea here is that there's going to be some delay between the actions that you're taking and the actual results that you get. And we brought this up in our team meeting because we're doing a lot of new pieces of content. And there's all these things that we're working really hard to create right now that aren't getting the buzz that they will eventually. This quote resonated because I heard it first off this week while listening to a podcast, by the way. Shout out to Dowd fan favorite Chaz Halbert, who recommended this. I think it was a Peter Atia episode where he's interviewing James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits. And I actually haven't read that book, by the way. Every time I do read a habit-focused book, it's always very convicting and very like exciting at the same time because you realize the little things that you do to create maybe good habits or even bad habits, but also you get empowered by how to change them, which is really cool. The thing is, though, when you start making that effort, and this goes with anything in life, it's going to take some time for the results to catch up with the action that you're taking. But it can be so hard to stay motivated in that time frame. You know, I'll give you an example from business. There have been multiple times where I've had to kind of risk cutting off a part-time job I've had in the past or moving across town to open a studio or starting the online or committing to all online when maybe the money isn't there like I want to be, but I have to I I need to free up the time of something else to take the action needed to create that money to come in. You know, so it's like this slow delay where it's risky. You have to do the work up front and you're not getting the return immediately. Maybe it's not even guaranteed, but those are the necessary steps for the money to follow and you to get the place to where you need to be. Now that specifically is in related to business, but this is the same thing with the results of training or the results of weight loss. Like for example, weight loss, you know, you have a couple good days of eating and honestly, you're on the right track. You're doing the right thing. You're putting the work and you are feeling the pain of these new habits, but you're not getting any of the results yet. You probably don't look any different. Maybe you don't really even feel better yet. And it's going to be some time before those results come up. So it's almost just like delayed gratification. And I think the way that James Clear says it is just a really good reminder that your results are based upon the actions that preceded them. Just because you're starting something new today and that you're excited about it today, just remember, it's going to take a little bit of time for those things to catch up, but eventually you will have the results of what you are doing today, no matter how small they are. And I, that is one thing that's unreal reading or learning about habit forming is like the triggers that are involved, but how minute one thing can snowball over and over and over again. And a lot of times, this is kind of a side note, but when there is sort of a a habit you're trying to change, it's not always the obvious thing. Sometimes that thing you're trying to change is the result of another thing that you're doing that you know, you could almost learn how to get to the root of it and nip it in the butt. But Amber, you're shaking your head and nodding. So you've kind of experienced this too. Yes. Yes. I've had like, especially with the waking up early in the morning thing, it's like, if I would just get up early in the morning, all of my habits would change. And guess what? It did. All those things changed. Okay. So perfect example where maybe you don't have time to start your gym workout 
but it's not because you're not motivated. It's because you literally don't have time. Like it's not necessarily connected, but it's necessary for you to wake up earlier to get the gym workout you need. That's like a very simple example of it, but sometimes they're more complex and there's a few different layers of it where it's like, I want to do this one thing, but I have to actually change this part of my life over here for this to happen. A thing I did on my Instagram a while back was talking about just having a full plate. And it took me a long time to really genuinely admit that my plate was full in regards to my schedule, my life, what I'm taking on, what I'm doing, because I've always been somebody to take on more, re-optimize, and then settle in and then take on more. You know, I've always been able to get maybe a little less sleep or I could get more focused at work or time block my day more efficiently or work a little bit longer, do this or that. And especially with the twins, which I always, (laughs) you guys are going to be hearing about this for a while because it's impacted my life so much. I got to a point where I genuinely was like, there's no way I could take on anything else without letting something else slip or push it off the plate. I got to make room somehow. And so that's kind of one of those habit things where it's like, well, I want to do this, but I need to change this over here. So keep all of that in mind. But I think the biggest thing is going in with the mindset of delayed gratification and just knowing that what you're doing today, everything you think about, all of your actions are going to basically form the person you are six months from now. It just might not be until then when you see it. I like that. I actually read that Atomic Habits and it is really good, except there's, I have a funny story. I read that book and he talks about how like, well, you're not going to lose weight if you have peanut butter toast every day of your life. And I'm like, he's not going to tell me I can't have peanut butter toast every day of my life. And so for a long time, I like fitted in my macros out of spite. So I was like, I'm still losing weight and I'm eating peanut butter toast because Derek taught me how to food track. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That reminds me of all the fitness bodybuilder influencers who are like, eat pizza, get shredded. And it's like, okay, yeah, like you can. I actually had Ben and Jerry's in my deficit recently, but I had one serving, which by the way, eating one third of a pint is so hard to do discipline wise, but that's like 400 calories. That's all you get. And that's the thing. Yeah, you can have peanut butter toast, but you had half a serving of peanut butter on some toast. And of course, that's not a big deal, but you probably didn't have cheese on your next meal because of that or something. You know what I mean? There's a constant give and take, but you can do it. Yeah. And that book is really good. Like it's a really great on audio. Also, if anybody's like doesn't have time to read, that is a really good one to listen to in like small chunks on a commute because he talks about like habit stacking and it really has helped me that thought process of like we were talking about, oh, last week about how like the hot towel on the face when you first wake up is life changing. That's like a habit stack, right? Like turn off the alarm straight to the kitchen, hot towel on the face. You know what I mean? But that's like all habits. And the results precede them, right? Like you wake up early, you have stacked these habits and then you get your results. But it doesn't happen that first day you try it. Like you have to do that for like a week before it makes a difference, you know? Oh, that's cool. Habit stacking. Okay, it's officially on my list. I didn't know you had read it, so that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, I have read it. Quincy's also listened to it and he really liked it. All right, jumping straight into the second segment of our standalone Weekly Thoughts episode, the actual Weekly Thoughts with Derek. Derek, what are your thoughts this week? I've gained a lot of clarity this week and it feels very empowering, honestly, like, uh, or just uplifting or I, I don't know, I feel more focused and on track. I've realized something about myself. And this is, by the way, this is very transparent. I don't want to just point out my weaknesses or the weaknesses of dialed health, but inevitably that's going to have to happen. So I'm going to tell you guys right now, dialed health is in a very good place. We have a lot of need. There's a lot of demand and people are signing up. We're creeping up toward our thousand member mark and we're getting closer. And that's a huge goal that we've had. Like we just have genuine customers. Like this is really happening. But 
I have had a hard time keeping up with the extra communications that's required. And even as a team, we've had a hard time because the growth is still, you still have to change the way you do things and there's a new demand and you have to put your time in other areas. And for me, it's it's been hard to get out of the growth mindset specifically or prioritize that. Most of my days are me working on the business and me working in the business. And it's kind of balancing the two. So me working on the business is basically trying to do new marketing. It's trying to create new partnerships. Uh, me working in the business is me doing customer service emails or helping people pick programs or doing a refund. And like Amber and I, we balance all these things back and forth. And it's always difficult to decide what is the most important thing to do because inevitably you can't do them all, especially with growth. When the growth happens, all of a sudden, you just have to give more time for certain things. You have to delegate stuff out and there's, it takes time to even form those new habits. <laughs> kind of going back to our quote right there. So anyways, what I've realized is that we have such strong growth right now and I don't feel like I've been doing the job that I should on customer service. And I've really had to retrain my thinking for the next few months and get allow myself to prioritize working in the business more instead of on the business because I've been fighting so hard for growth that I can't help but to constantly think of the next way to get new people and have new opportunities. And truthfully, I think that's kind of where my talent lies in regards to the business. I mean, there is no short of ideas. I mean, I would never have enough time to see through the ideas that we have that are actually quality that I think would help the business. Or so I think they're quality. At least they're good enough to where I would take action on them. But I had one thought specifically, and I was literally just, I was sitting on the trainer pedaling away and I'm in the shower and I'm thinking about all these things I can do to grow dialed health. And it hit me. I was like, why am I thinking about this right now? I have so many members that need my help that I feel like I could improve their experience with and they're already there and we need to give them the experience that they deserve. And I need to put more time and energy into that specifically. And then it made me realize too, I'm like, there, you know, there have been partnerships I've been going back and forth on. It's like, I need to just not accept any new partnerships focus on the people I'm working with now. And we need to just really stabilize everything that we have grown up to this point. Getting to that point mindset wise is, it feels like a major win for me. And it doesn't mean we're not doing things to grow. It just means we are not going to prioritize those growth projects until the customer service and working in the business tasks are done for the day. So really it's going to mean more time is devoted to it, which is necessary. And yeah, it's just a crazy different way of thinking for me. And so one thing I want to point out is that this has come because of success. Like you have this problem where you do something well. This is an example of something successful actually taking you off your target. So, and this is what I've kind of been experiencing lately that and why I want to redirect it. So I used to do these Trainer Tuesday videos, which I started to just to market for dialed health in my personal training. And we started doing these videos that were like parodies of Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Game of Thrones and Napoleon Dynamite. And it was hilarious. But I realized even though they were successful, and bringing in some business, they were taking me down this path of being like funny video guy. And to be honest, deep down, I didn't want to do it. And I recognized really quick, I was like, wow, I'm good at this and it's being successful. And I could probably figure out how to see this out and go further with it, but it's literally not what I want to do. And I remember consciously making the decision to stop doing it. And it was so hard because everyone's like, why are you doing those videos? Why are you doing this or that? Or, oh my gosh, I can't believe you stopped those. That's such a bad idea because blah, blah, blah. And it was so hard for me to know deep down it's pulling me off my direction. Like I really don't want to go that way. And to 
admit it in the midst of success is actually kind of difficult. And you see this with racers a lot. When you get to that, it used to be called semi-pro, but when you get to that level of your racer where you would dominate any expert category, but you're kind of mid-pack pro and mid-pack pros don't make a living. You have to be like top 10, top five. You have to be the best pro. So you can get stuck in this level where you are so close. You can almost taste it. And that success is like pulling you to the point where you may not be blind to the fact that maybe you're not like cut out to actually do that or the way you're trying to be pro or be this racer for a career needs to pivot a little bit. I've experienced that too. And that's why I'm speaking on it. Cause I know it's kind of harsh to say, but I literally got to a point where I had to give myself a hard cutoff timeline because I'm like, dude, if it's not going to happen by here, it's not going to happen. Like, um, <laughs> like almost period. And I got so close, but I was like blinded by the success and it's good to put some benchmarks and follow through on that. But it is also very difficult because everything is telling you, including a lot of people around you, that you should be this pro rider and you should do this thing where deep down, maybe you know you're just not quite there or something. Something needs to change, right? So that was my experience even then. And it's happened with Dialed Health, me opening the studio. It's happened when I made the decision to be fully strength training for cyclists. And it's made the decision when I've gone completely online, where I am literally saying no to the thing that had made me successful up until that point because it's steering me the wrong direction. Like when you are telling people that they can't come in your gym to train, when you're a trainer with a gym and they're offering to pay you even more than your prices, which I've experienced a lot this last year, it feels weird. You're like, why would I say no to this? This is, I feel like I'm making a bad choice, but you have to look at the overall goal. Even though it's successful now, is it actually taking you to your target that you want to be in? And this is interesting because this is like the quote again, it's your habit that you're building now are really going to play out into your results six months from now. And I want my results to be online. And it's unfortunate that it doesn't allow me to do the things I love to do in person with training people right now. But that's just me trying to stay focused. Yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest point I wanted to make. Like I, I noticed that even doing certain brand deals, it's like, okay, what's the return here? Like, could I have all of my supplements for free or all of my gym gear for free or free products that are riding across the board? Like, and thankfully I do get help on major things like bikes. Like I could not ride the bikes that I ride if it wasn't for Specialized, for example. But we have already established these relationships. We can go way further with them. And the truth is like, I can afford certain things, thankfully, at this point that I don't absolutely need. And I would rather put the time into my business and get the return back on the business. Even if it's as minor as an hour a week of work for this one brand deal you're doing here, or someone wants you for a photo shoot here. These are all things that are cool and they're exciting. They're like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, this is an opportunity, blah, blah, blah. And it's true, but there's a point where you have to look at the big picture and be like, you know what? I have too much opportunity with this one thing. And even though I have success in these other areas, I need to nurture this thing I really have and give it everything I have, a hundred percent of what I have. And it's another reason why if you have a trainer that is online in person and they offer this type of coaching and that type of coaching, and they do four, five, six, seven different things, you need to be wary that that person may not do one of those things the best. That's very likely. And that's why I've hundred percent dedicated myself online because I've seen what it takes. Even doing one session in the gym a week or having like one client is enough to pull me from my goal of being the best online. So that's what I've experienced. That's what it's taken for me at this point. And I guess the last thing I would tell you guys is that besides being like blinded by success and making that hard decision of cutting something off that's good in the moment, but not good long-term, I can't spoil this yet. 
but I just had something happen to me, a decision made that basically will go into effect January 1st. And when that happens, you guys, what my ability to do with work and just dialed health is going to be so elevated. Like I couldn't sleep last night because I was so excited. I have been battling and fighting this thing and it's been one of the biggest handicaps on my business this entire year. When this thing changes, it is freaking on and I can't wait. And getting clarity on where I need to put my focus, at least in the next few months, and understanding the real value of brand deals and where I want to put my time and energy, having that with our the support of our investment, the team that's growing in the background, and then having this thing happen starting next year, it is, it is on. Like I am so proud of what we have done this year. But if you think that's anything compared to what I'll be able to do next year, and I this is pure accountability speaking. This is me talking some smack because I know I'm going to back it up and follow through because this is that big of a deal. Just freaking wait. I cannot wait until next year. I am, oh man, I'm so excited. So anyways, guys, that was a full on rant. That is literally the biggest thing that's on my mind at this point. And I would say if there's something you could take from it, it would be to really ask yourself that ultimate long-term vision that you have. Look at all the things that you're doing and just ask yourself, does this support that goal? Does that support that goal? And even they, they might even be positive things that if they take you from your goal, you might have to really ask yourself, is it worth it? And that's something I did this week. And man, it's given me a lot of clarity. And with that, we are wrapped on Derek's Weekly Thoughts. Thank you so much for listening this week. And we hope that you're also listening to the other podcast as usual. Like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Put it in your stories or share it with your friends. Weekly Thoughts. It's short. And if you know somebody that needs a little therapy session, send it to them. I think that's a great way to get the word out about Derek's Weekly Therapy Sessions himself. So we hope to hear from you next week. Peace out, guys. Peace out.